0: Rachel here again for try number three, nothing like some fun technical difficulties on the day and time you've scheduled a Facebook live or any other crazy event. And this is just, you know, this is part of being an entrepreneur and part of being a business owner. Stuff is going to go wrong and there are going to be technical difficulties and you just have to figure out how to keep going. So I am double checking. Okay, for some reason the microphone on my computer wasn't working, but the microphone on my phone is. So yay, this is awesome. That means we can still go live and still have today's Facebook live, even though I won't have my pretty um, little pop-up stuff. It's okay. It's not required, right? So hopefully this is inspiring to you as a little lesson and just taking things as they come, because those little challenges are always going to come up. So today's topic is, are you running your business or is your business running you? And, you know, this is all about, do you feel like you are flying by the seat of your pants just to keep up with this crazy monster you've created called your business? And if the answer is, yeah, I feel like I'm feeling by the seat of my pants i'm just trying to play catch up on everything from my inbox to my marketing to all the things that i'm trying to do in my business then you know what you're gonna love what i have to talk about for today's episode of the uncomplicate your business show so i'm your host rachel cook i'm a business growth strategist for women entrepreneurs and i have been helping women entrepreneurs for over a decade to create more ease and less stress in their business And today I am excited to dive into this topic, how you can create a real plan, a real action plan for more predictable profits in your business. And if you're just joining me, I can see people are just popping on, or maybe you are just refinding this live after the other two I attempted did not work correctly either way welcome I'm so excited you're here and as we let some more people join us live here I'd love to hear from you so pop a comment in and let me know the answer to today's question do you have a real plan to generate consistent clients and cash flow in your business just let me know yes or no in the comments and you know by real plan here's what I mean by that real plan means it is a documented plan you have written down somewhere on your calendar, in your planner, um, in your project management tool, what you are doing each and every month, what you're focused on each and every month in your business. Now, if the answer for you is yes, hey, I've got that, I've got a plan, it's written out, then I wanna know, is it getting you the results you had hoped for? And if the answer is no, I'm not sure what that kind of plan is or what it looks like, then you're in the right place. You're going to love what we're talking about. Christina says, no, and not having it is running me crazy. I hear you. This is what I hear from people. And what I hear from so many entrepreneurs when it comes to this topic is that they want the plan, but they just don't know where to start. They just don't know where to start with it. So that's what we're going to get into today. So if you're just joining us, welcome to uncomplicate your business. This is a weekly show where I share how you can keep things simple and strategic to create a business and life you absolutely love on your terms. I'm your host, Rachel Cook. I'm a business growth strategist for women entrepreneurs. And today we're talking about the one thing, the one thing that you absolutely need in your business for more predictable profits. Okay. So last week, I had the opportunity to go to Annapolis, Maryland, and I spent some time with my friend Amber McHugh at an event she was hosting called Implement Live. It was such a great little two-day event where we had all these incredible heart-centered women entrepreneurs who were getting together to actually work on their plans, their action plans for the year ahead. And if you happen to be at implement live, I saw you last week, give me a shout out in the comments because I had so much fun being with it was, I think it was about 25 amazing women, um, for two whole days to talk about nothing more than planning and getting results in your business. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. And as we were having these conversations, we were going through this process of planning. What really showed up for me and what, was really eye-opening for me. It got me thinking about this. Entrepreneurs are really great at ideas. Let me know, do you love brainstorming ideas? Do you love coming up with new ideas? Do you love coming up with new ideas for new products or new programs or services? Or you love with coming up with ideas for um, new things you wanna talk about, new marketing, all that kind of stuff. We love the ideas. Ideas are our favorite part of being entrepreneurs. What we're not so great at all the time, though, is turning those ideas into step-by-step action plans, right? We're not always the best at breaking those ideas into actionable plans where we know what we need to be staying focused on every month, every week, every day, so that we can implement those ideas. That's the hard part, right? So... This is something that leads to a lot of women entrepreneurs, especially we're so busy, we're doing stuff, we're doing work, we're hustling, but we're not getting results that we had hoped. Did that kick me off there? And of course, because I'm on my phone, I forgot to put it in airplane mode, guys. So if this is you, if this is something that is really resonating with you, you feel like you have all these ideas and you have all these things you want to create, but you're just not getting results, even though you're busy. You know, maybe you're struggling with these types of things. You know you should be consistent with things like newsletters or blog posts, some sort of content, some way to connect with your community on a regular basis, but you always feel like you're playing catch up. You always feel like, I don't have time to sit down and do that, or you're waiting until the very last minute because there's not a plan. Or maybe you know you should be on social media and there's people who are sharing with you, hey, I, you can leverage social media and get more clients. And you're thinking, I should be on Instagram or I should be on Facebook, I should I should be doing Facebook Lives. But you're not really sure how to make that work. Um, or you're asking yourself questions all the time like, hey, should I be having coffee with people? Should I be going to networking events, going to conferences? All these different things you think you know I should be doing all these things and this leads to just a huge sense of overwhelm and feeling like you can never catch up a feeling of I'm not sure where I should be spending my time and energy because there's all these little things that are just grabbing at my attention that I think I should be doing let me know give me a little thumbs up if that is you so here's the thing that I know for sure big companies They have this figured out, you guys. They know something that we don't. And this is something that us small guys, us little guys, you know, the small, solo, independent business owners, we can learn from big companies. And so let's talk about one of my favorite big companies, Target. (laughs) Let me know, give me some love if you are like me and you are in Target at least a couple times a week. I know for me, I'm in Target all the time and I pay attention to their marketing. I pay attention to what's going on. So I know that this summer, you know, coming the end of July, beginning of August, there was all the back to school stuff getting set up about six weeks before my kids actually went back to school. Here in Richmond, Virginia, the kids don't go back to school until the day after Labor Day, until like the first week of September. But Target, and pretty much every other retailer out there, they start their back to school promotion four to six weeks. It seems like it's coming earlier and earlier, but they do it much earlier than the actual event is taking place. So they start their, their entire season four to six weeks in advance. I know that we all complain. I know I definitely am like, oh my gosh, it's not even October yet, and we're already seeing Christmas stuff out. We all complain about that, but here's something to think about. You know, in most retail categories, their biggest quarter is at the end of the year, especially things like toys and any sort of um, items that are really big gifts, like electronics, toys, electronics, things like that. Their third quarter sales make their year. And so those businesses know this and they plan their marketing strategy, their sales strategy around when they know those offers are gonna be top of mind. Think about all those New Year's resolutions. Businesses that are in the health and wellness space, the make your life better space, they all know that people are gonna be thinking about those things in the new year. So you will see, if you pay attention, going into January, they already have their campaigns, they already have their promotions, their marketing and their sales strategy, they've got it all locked and loaded, right? And even something like magazines, and I just had a magazine here, let's see this is this is an oprah so this was a september issue of oprah i also i mean i pretty much have every this is my favorite magazine to pick up but i went online and i looked up oprah editorial calendar oprah magazine editorial calendar just google it if you look that up you will see that for them to put this september issue on newsstands they actually finished this issue in probably um, may or june So they are several months ahead of what they're putting out on the newsstands. Now this is something we need to take a page out of their book. We need to take a page out of their book. These businesses, these bigger organizations, they have the answer to a really important question. And that question is, what's next? What's next? What is next in the minds of your dream clients? What are they paying attention to? When are they getting excited for what you have to offer? And they are mapping out their entire year based on the answer to this question. What's next? Once you understand that this is the beginning of designing a plan for predictable profits in your business. So what I want to share with you is just really quickly the elements of a predictable profit plan and what you need to be thinking about. Okay. So I don't have my cute little um, graphics because I'm streaming from my phone instead of my computer. But you can take some notes or you can check out. I have a brand new masterclass that dives even deeper into this topic at YourSweetSpotStrategy.com. So three elements of our predictable profit plan. First thing is to be thinking about times of year. What are the hot times of year for your industry, for your clients. This is so important to know because if you don't know when people are the most interested and excited about your types of offerings, products, programs, services, uh, whatever it is that you offer that you sell to people. If you're not sure when the hot times of year are, you're going to always find yourself coming up with promotions out of thin air at the very last minute. You need to know when people are actively seeking out what it is that you have to offer. So for example, if you are in health and wellness, if you're in health and wellness, I have a lot of people who are yoga teachers, personal trainers, um, nutritionists, health coaches, et cetera, et cetera. If you don't have a plan for January, <laughs> then you are missing out on what is statistically one of the biggest months of the entire calendar year for businesses in that category. Okay, so if you're in health and wellness, you need to know that January is a hot month. Going into summer is usually a really hot month. Going into May or June, usually a really hot month for health and wellness and nutrition. Coming back into the back to school season, September, is also a really hot month for health and wellness because people are getting back from all their vacations and they're ready to get back on track. So you have to know what are the hot seasons of your year and take those hot seasons of your year and then plan in your core offers around that. So if you are um, in the health and wellness world, you want to be thinking about what are you offering during those times, during those t- hot seasons in your, in your calendar. So if you are running, um, let's say maybe you are a yoga teacher and at the beginning of the year, you have a signature offer that's all about getting new yoga practitioners, people who are new to yoga, maybe they haven't done it but they've been super interested in it. You have like a beginner series that you kick off at the beginning of the year and it's like a 10 or 12 week series. Then going into the spring or summer, maybe you have a signature yoga challenge or you just run the beginner series again. You can in fact run that signature series during all those hot times of the year Create the marketing once and work it multiple times. That's what I highly recommend to so many of my students is to find your core offering and figure out how many ways you can share it throughout a single year. That way you have one plan, one system, one marketing strategy, one sales strategy, and it's all working together. So you wanna think about what you're offering during those hot times of year. You also wanna think about how are you selling that offering, okay? And by that I mean, do you need to have one-on-one conversations with people? Are you having a workshop where then you're inviting them to take a next step? Are you asking for referrals and focused on getting referrals in um, to have conversations with people? Are you doing conversations? Are you having a webinar? Are you having a workshop? Are you doing a challenge? Like what is the actual sales strategy there that has you extending that invitation? Okay, so you wanna know your offering. You want to know the sales strategy. You also want to know the marketing strategy. Like I said, I'm walking into Target now, and Target knows that these big categories are going to be really popular soon for hol- the holidays. They've got Thanksgiving stuff and Halloween stuff out right now when we're recording this, but coming up, Christmas is right around the corner, you know? Hanukkah is right around the corner when everybody's buying a ton of gifts so I can guarantee in the next few weeks We're gonna start seeing more and more and more of that stuff out They've already thought through the marketing strategy. They already know what they're doing for their Black Friday sale They already know what weeks they're gonna have certain items on special on sale um, That they'll be promoting special items. They already know what the hot items are gonna be They've already got that mapped out in advance. So that's the marketing component. So they know For example, me being a mom of three little kids, they know that by putting certain things out on the end caps, by putting the Pokemon or whatever the cool toy is this year, I don't even know what it is, but they know that by sharing that in the little flyer that's starting to go out, by putting the commercials out there, they will start getting these items in our heads way in advance of us being ready to buy for them. It's the same thing with your marketing, your sales and your offering strategy. If you have something, you know, you want to promote next month, you need to know what are you promoting? How are you inviting people to take that step to work with you, to buy your product, to buy your service, to get your thing, you know, are you having a conversation, are you offering it on a masterclass or a webinar? Are you running it, you know, via a challenge and sending them to a sales page, what are you doing to actually invite them to take that step? And then what are you doing in the weeks leading up to that? The weeks leading up to that offering, what are you doing to start the conversation? How are you promoting that offering? Um, how are you getting people excited about it? So I hope this helps you because if you can figure out these three things, and I'll recap in just a second, but if you can figure out these three things, you can literally take a big old calendar. I love the year at a glance calendars or the big desktop calendars. And I'll honestly go through it, and here's, again, I'm recapping for you. Here's what I do. I know the hot seasons for my business. I know that for me, it's pretty much always going to be January, May, and September. Those are really hot times in my business, in the world that I'm in. This also happens to be the hot time for a lot. That calendar works for a lot of entrepreneurs and service providers but maybe you're in a different completely different field with a completely different seasonality. So let's say maybe you're in the wedding industry for wedding industry. The hot time of year is going to be, you know, late spring and early fall. It's not usually going to be in the middle of the winter. So you have to know what your seasons are and you want to plan your offerings around that calendar. Okay. So once you know when your hot seasons are, that's where you put your core offers. That's where you, you're going to make the majority of your revenue. You want to put those down on your calendar and ask yourself for those big hot months, what is your offering? How are you inviting people into that offering? And how are you leading them to that invitation? What are you doing in the four to six weeks beforehand to get people excited about it? So this could be, Hey, I'm writing um, blog posts in the couple of weeks leading up to inviting them to sign up for a masterclass. It could be, um, I'm going to run a free five day challenge and then invite them into my yoga program. You want to think about these components because if you can't answer the question, what happens next? If you're not moving people towards something, then it's going to be really hard to get their attention. When they're not ready for it so that would be the equivalent of right now walking in target it's beginning you know end of september beginning of october when you're probably hearing this and instead of seeing pumpkins and halloween costumes we're seeing things for summer you have to pay attention to where people's attention is and if you're not sure take some time to map it out on a calendar so, I hope this inspires you to sit down and begin to map out a predictable profit plan. And if you liked today's little Facebook Live, I encourage you to go check out. I have an all new masterclass. It's three essential strategies to design a predictably profitable business. This was just one part of that masterclass, and we're going to dive even deeper. There is a workbook there to help you start to map out. Your predictable profit plan and I'd love to support you as you start to grow your business so thank you so much for joining me and I'm going to double check I think I had a couple little questions here I do see a question from Tony Lynn but I'm sorry I can't really see the whole thing so Tony says I'm having a hard time finding these things I want um, because I keep getting scammed, I want an at home job that will teach me the skills. I have a hard time with babysitting and plan on going to school. I can't read the rest of it cause I'm on my phone. But here's what I would say to those of you who are in the getting started stages, the getting started stages. Um, I've had a couple people jump on Facebook lives and they've asked about, I want this. I want something where I can work on the side or have a, you know, something part time and at least get started. How do I do that? that 's a whole nother conversation, but one thing I would encourage you to think about is not necessarily signing up to work for some other business and think about how you can kind of create your own side gig, your own side hustle to get started and There are so many opportunities in fact, I shared an article not long ago about some of the biggest industries, especially for women who want to be more entrepreneurial and especially our generation right now is very interested in entrepreneurship and starting their own thing and we are in a really interesting stage right now. It's called the side hustle economy. Um, there's a lot of people who are getting out there as freelancers, whatever skill set that you have. They're getting out there as assistants, as um, you know, freelance designers or photographers or copywriters. Like whatever skill set you have, is there something you can do with that in starting your own thing? And I often go back to whatever you're getting started with. You know, go back to your greatest strengths what you are good at, what you can help people with, and just think about how can I help people, that's usually the first step to get started. Christina, you're in Chesterfield, you're super close. Oh my goodness, that's so funny. I hope you will come and check out, um, if, you're not part of the Bar- if you're not part of the Boss Babes RVA group, check it out, I'm in there. Um, it's a Facebook group on, on Facebook. Um, and there's also a great event coming up that I'll be at here locally. Okay, guys, thanks for hanging in there with me. Despite the technical difficulties with my Facebook live. Thank you for jumping back for take three of our Facebook live. And I'll be back next week with some more insights and inspired action steps to help you live more work less and really design a business that you absolutely adore. Talk to you soon. Bye. If you're loving the uncomplicate your business podcast. It would mean so much if you would rate and review the podcast on iTunes. When you do, it helps me to reach and serve more amazing entrepreneurs like yourself who are ready to work less and live more. You can learn more about how you can uncomplicate your business, including show notes and bonus resources just for podcast listeners, plus courses and consulting where I help women business owners create success on their terms at rachelcook.com thanks again for being here. I can't wait to connect with you again for next week's episode of Uncomplicate Your Business. Talk soon.